Yeah, I'm not even watching the Mexico game. Do you know how that's going? Uh, it's still 0-0, zero, zero, I think. 0-0. Zero, zero. A kickoff temperature of about 25 degrees. Jeez, that's cold. <laughs> so I guess it's time to heat things up with this episode then, huh? Got some fire for y'all. You're listening to Texas Week of Fire! Yo, what it do? It's RB22. Hey guys, what's up? This is Sunshine out of Dallas. Hey, and this old soccer guy. How y'all doing, guys? What's up, guys? We got a, another episode, episode six of Texas Ring of Fire. We appreciate all you guys listening out there to us. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and if you want to reach out to us through there, however you want to get a hold of us, that's how we are. It's a old soccer guy, but he is Eric Simpson five. What's your Twitter? Yeah, Eric Simpson five. And it comes up as a soccer guy too. Finally got a Twitter out there, trying to build a following. So go ahead and make sure to check me out on Twitter at, at football sunshine. There you go. That's- and I'm I'm the underscore RB twenty two. But of course, you can reach either one of us on Texas Ring of Fire. We're all a part of that account. But we got a whole bunch of news going on. It's pretty crazy that this season is finally almost here after so much speculation. If we go off topic and Celebrate a little bit. We are watching the USA versus El Salvador game. It's a world qualifying game. You got Mexico pounding Jamaica, too. What's the score on over there? It's 0-0 in the 34th. It's it's all Mexico right now or what? It's all Mexico. All I see is they keep missing shots, keep missing shots. Jamaica's got a home game, but there's no fans. Yeah, so like like I just said, if we go off topic like that, you know, we apologize. (laughs) We know the game's over. We know the results are done, but. Um, but before we get into, you know, our text ring of fire, you know, OSG, old, old soccer girl from Houston, we haven't got a chance to, to talk since, you know, the other day when we got invited to Club Deportes happened and they were excited to have you on the show as Houston Dynamo fan. And it was going to be a lot of banter, but I guess you wanted to save it for today for me and you. So I mean, yeah, yeah. at least Oli got an explanation and an apology and myself. So what what happened? What happened that day? I don't owe anything. I, you know, if I passed my bedtime. We'll just put it at that. Past your bedtime. But, yeah, I mean, you, you went, you were there. I mean, what, what, even... time, what time do you guys record? So those guys were a little behind, but I didn't even get a text that he was there, that he didn't even, you didn't even let me know. And that's an old soccer guy. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, past my bedtime. And then text, texted him, no reply, nothing, called him, finally answered. He was like, oh, I took off about 10 minutes ago. Come on. cut A Houston Dynamo fan, of course, of course. I mean, that's just that's just to go to show how ready these guys are for the season. They're, they're, still, they're still trying to get their beauty sleep. That's all they're worried about. I agree. 100%. So, Austin FC. We're gonna we're gonna get some muscle with Gaberson, so it's for sure thing. But is he gonna be a starter for Austin FC? Uh, it's it's potential, but I don't see it happening right off the bat. We discussed it 
And if you guys want to go check it out, I actually was uh, a guest on Club Deportes on their show. And I know, Sunshine, you, you checked it out, right? Yeah, I saw both both of them in, in Spanish and English. I thought it was a good show. Uh, definitely a lot of banter going on, a lot of <laughs> a lot of hate from Jorge on, I think, just the MLS in general and and the people coming into the, the teams. But it, it was a very enjoyable show. I, I really enjoyed it. Like said, yeah, the banter is is way different than <laughs> Spanish and English, you know. Like in English it's kinda like chill, you know, but in Spanish it's just nonstop. Like it doesn't stop, you know. Yep. Maybe we should we should uh look into that. So shy and get into some Spanish. Oh yeah, for sure. No, we're we're ready now. I mean there there's there's things that he said that I that I agreed with as far as you know, the players coming in and, and the excitement, well, they, you know, some some of the players, they haven't really proven to us just yet. But I, I do think he's a little bit quick on on saying, hey, they're not going to work out. And to me, that that's really hard to say that because I haven't, one, seen them play. And then, two, you know, the season hasn't even started. I'd, I'd say if we have the opportunity to watch them play the first few games in the season, then you can really analyze if – you know, your your new number six, Valencia, he's going to be cut out for the job and and some other players that are coming in. Yeah, so let's get back to the Gabrielson. Like, like yeah, you're Gabrielson saying, too. you know, we, 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 we don't know how, how he's going to be, and we don't know. But I was watching a little video yesterday, and it was – or was it today? Yesterday, today, but they were interviewing Gabrielson, and they were asking him kind of like – his favorite food and you know, th- those kind of questions. And it's like, man, like if, if that was me, I would probably honestly just get to the gym. Like, Hey, you're healthy, right? Like you're not, hurt. Yeah. you're coming with a healthy knee. How was, how's the knee injury coming? You know, you, you are, do you feel better? Would you feel worse? You know, asking those kind of questions and, and really, but I, maybe there's kind there's some kind of some fine print in the contract where you can't ask, but even then, like, I mean, I Maybe. don't think so. That's why they get paid. That's their job. They they're there to to be critical. Yeah, I mean, as as a fan, we we want to see the best out of these players, and if they're not performing, then then why are you there? And and so for him coming in, he's going to be a defender. I mean, he has all the attributes, like they say that he has to be a good center back. But now it's just him proving that that he's going to play well. Yeah, let's let's hope that that does happen and he gets here and he adjusts very very quickly. Old soccer guy, were you did you get a chance to see the English version that I sent you? No, I haven't got a chance to see it yet. Oh, old okay. soccer guy's a little butthurt right now. He doesn't want to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he probably, he probably didn't even uh, as soon as I sent it to him, he was probably like, man, like forget this, I ain't watching this, but it's all good, you know. Hey, Austin FC, we're gonna take we're gonna take it to these boys this year, and you know the. The friendliness and 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 the kindness on this show, I think it's kind of out the window now, and and it's gonna be nothing but banter, and, I, and I'm gonna like it. But you know, we're we're all gonna be able to hug at the end of the day because you know we're we're homies, we're friends, and it's all love, you know. He's but, like, just and, just and, and I had a feeling that it could be potential that he was dipped off whenever the recording was <laughs> over. You know what I mean? But hey, it, it's all good. It is what it is, and it's 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 beautiful stuff. Oh, oh well, you know. Fuck Houston, but uh, anyways, on the on the English version, we talk about Gabrielson and all of what's going on with him, 
And if he can adjust to MLS, like I was saying, that would be great. That would be beneficial, very beneficial for us. And we can hold players like uh, Sebastian Ferreira that is at Houston now. And, and he, he looks quick and he's going to be a starter. So they have to be, you know, we have to have speed. Johan Valencia, you know, he's going to have the speed and the, and there in the center defensive mid position that's going to bring, you know, some sauce to this team as well. I, I, I will say with, with Valencia, I, I will jump into the – he's coming in from a different league. The MLS is a different league. I, I can see him having to do some – like he's going to have to up his game as far as physicality. He, he's still going to have to bring up a level up from when he was playing at where, – where is he from, Colombia? Uh, from Cali, Deportivo Cali or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so that, that's, that's Colombia. So I, I think that's what him, it is. Like, you know, I, I feel like that league is a little bit slower. They, they touch the ball a little bit more. Coming to the MLS, he, he's going to have to be – ready for that those quick defenders those quick players up top so i do think he's gonna have to improve on that as far as adjusting to a quicker gameplay yeah and we gotta have players that can actually do that so that they can actually train these young players who are coming in trying to do the same um that that's that's a critical spot that he's going to be playing because if he gets a little bit too confident where he thinks he has that speed he could get burned on one quick play and he you know now it's just your defenders yeah, so they're they're hopefully gonna get here this week. They're gonna get here this week and and start training with the guys, and that'll be great. That'll be good stuff for them. Hopefully, they'll be that team uh, chemistry. Yeah, team chemistry and, and be match ready come game one. Not to start, but you know, just uh, physically, mentally prepared. You know, adjusted. Mm-hmm. So Wolf had a like a little media media day field yeah had like some you know the little media day at st david's performance center and all in all what i took away from it was that pretty much this starting 11 is going to be hard to get into and it's going to be challenging and there's depth to this team so with that being said i'm woofing i'm giving wolf a chance this year it's going to take the entire season for me to really judge him on how if he deserves to be here or not, or if he's the answer or, you know what I mean? Because I, I think every coach had to start somewhere and they deserve a chance. Like Zidane, Zidane over there when he was at Real Madrid. Yeah. He was an assistant, but I mean, they gave him a gym, you know, they gave him Real Madrid. So, yeah. I mean, it, the, the, the way that I look at with like Wolf, the people that say like Wolf out at the end of the day, let's just say Wolf is out the first five games. How long do you think it's going to take for you guys to come in with another coach? And then how uh, yeah. long is it going to take for them to adjust? At, at that point, the whole season is going to be lost anyways. Yeah, half so, a season. Half a so, season would, would it, what it would take. So if people were to ask me, Wolf out, I would say if, if he was going to be out, he, he should have been out already at the beginning of the season. You know, Because at the end of the day, if, if he leaves game five, Unless you're bringing in a really good coach with a really good system to to change whatever Wolf has been implementing, I don't see the team making it to the playoffs. Just like that. Yeah, and and then with the team that we did have and the options that we had last year and the injuries and everything, what coach really could have came in and had made the difference? I mean, is there a coach out there that would have? I don't know, but – I'm giving Wolf, like you said, if he was going to be out, he should have already been out. 
but he's not, and he's here for the entire season, and I'm going to support him for the entire season, and I want to see him succeed. I want to see this team succeed. I don't want to see negativity for my club. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I I will say that (laughs) if he does lose the the five or – you know, anywhere from those five to ten games at the beginning of the season, and it's really tough. There's still a possibility that he goes, and at that point, they don't really care on delaying that process. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, if we will see, to- man, because I feel like Precourt Precourt likes Wolf. I think he trusts Wolf. I think I think they have something going, and they have a vision for the long run, man. I don't think I think he'll. I think he's here all season, no matter the season he has, but. I do hope that by the fifth or tenth game, we are not sitting there with our hands in our in our hands and just like what what is going on here. I well, hope we're not like that. the The way that I look at the whole season in general is, you know, I've split up the whole season in quarters. Right, you, you have thirty four games and you split them up into quarters. That's mm-hmm. almost nine games each quarter. Um. And and so that's basically like your recipe for making it to the playoffs. If if you're not you winning, go. Jamaica is receiving a red card for a high ankle tackle, and it was a really bad one. VAR is now being used in Concacaf for these D games, and tonight's the first night. And it was not a foul on the field, but VAR took over, and it is a red card, and it looks like it hurt. So Dang. Jamaica's going down at halftime. Well, there's going to be some extra time here in the first half, but Jamaica's hitting the red card. So, all, all right, right. Go good job, Jamaica. Hey, we're having a podcast, old soccer guy. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> it's happening, red card. All but right, yeah, so going going back to what I was saying is like if if you break it up into quarters, you in order to make it to the playoffs, most of the teams are are going to have to make at least fifty points and. By that first quarter, if you're not winning anywhere from three to five games out of those nine, I mean, the rest of the season, you're going to be playing catch-up. And, I mean, from there, you almost have to be perfect. Yeah. Yep. But the thing is, I mean, it's the MLS, so it's really not even over till the end of the season. And you Yeah, know I mean, yeah, anything could happen those last – it is a long season, it's 34 games. But, I mean, yeah. you almost have to play perfect – the rest of the games if you're losing a lot from the beginning yep yep all right man let, let me let me keep this austin fc rolling so we don't take up everyone's day we did sign a a goalkeeper from uh the u23 fulham team he's been with the united states national team for a while for like since he was like 11 at least i was checking out his instagram and he's has pictures with the usa team at least since he was 11 so that's Being a good pickup the Bob Boy, <laughs> yeah, B- Bob Boy shagging all of FC Dallas's <laughs> shanks, but yeah, he's 19 years old, and I don't know how he's from Des Plaines, Illinois, but I don't know how he we have homegrown rights to him, but we we apparently have homegrown rights to him, so I guess we could sign yeah. him as a homegrown or. Maybe he started with y'all's academy team, and then you guys loaned him out. I don't, I, that's a nah. good question. I'd have to find out. Yeah, he's been at, he's been in Fulham for a while, but did, that's actually get, one of those. Did he get any minutes with Fulham? Or yeah, well, he was with the U twenty three team. U twenty three. Yeah, and 
there was no green smoke for this kid. So I'm not sure if he's probably going to be one of those guys that get loaned out or what. That's kind of one of those things that I kind of see. And Precourt actually did his tweet the other day, kind of like. But for for those that don't know what the green smoke is, what what is that? The green smoke. So when uh, Anthony Precourt on Twitter, he tweets this picture of the green smoke. And it's, you know, like the capo stance with the Austin FC whenever like they score. And it looks pretty neat, man. It looks pretty cool. But that's pretty much a sign that the next day there's going to be a signing. And they announced this Damien Loss, which is his name, the goalkeeper, Damien Loss. Uh-huh. And there was no green smoke the, the day before. He got, he, he got announced Tuesday. They announced Gabrielson on Monday. And Anthony Precourt had tweeted on Sunday the green smoke. So everyone knew that Something. there was going to be yeah. some signing on Monday. Now, come Monday, there was no green smoke. So Tuesday, when they announced Damien Loss, it was kind of like, huh, there was no green smoke. You know, so either Precourt did a two for one on Sunday. Yeah, it was and, probably a two for one, they said. Yeah. <laughs> Bang it all out that week. I, yeah, thought Precourt, but, I thought Precourt had a set thing on Sunday that he t- does, or he sends a tweet out every Sunday, or or that's when he does his smoke specifically, I heard. No, no, it's, I don't think that's what it is. But he did tweet something on Tuesday, I believe, and it said, uh, it was this message. It was a message pretty much about how the offseason has gone. And I think that that is a sign that he's done. He's done signing players. So I think that this is all we're going to get That's for it. the rest of the season. I think so. That's my call. That's my call. We um, did acquire three international spots. So Zan Komenich, Ronnie Redes, Jahan Romagna, they each got a green card, which cleared up an international spot. But we did sell one right off the bat, or we traded – for 225000 in GAM to Miami Club Football. So we did, you know, we that's, that's good news for us. So now we have two international spots on our roster. And uh, I think one went to Gabrielson. And how many DPs do you have? We're, we're done with the DP. We're, we're three DPs. So, so Gabrielson, he's just going to be somebody like a backup. You don't have him in your starting lineup. So Gabrielson, I... I think that he's going to end up starting eventually, but not right away. Not right away. I think it's going to be Romagna and Cascante to start the season. And if Gabrielson comes in and and can adjust and starts, cool. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, I don't, cool. I don't know. I don't know too much about those players. So I guess we'll have to find out preseason and see if they get any minutes. Yep. All right. So – Austin FC, they released a picture the other day, and it was all the new numbers for uh, players this year, the number updates for their jersey. And we do got some changes. Brad Stuver, he's number one now. Musajite, number two. Gabrielson, he picked up number four. Mm-hmm. Valencia, he's number five. So when Valencia get Gabrielson and Valencia, they get here, they'll be four and five. Pereira, he dropped his 15. He's number six now. Sebastian Rusi is number seven now. It's Pochettino. Pochettino, yeah, for real. That was his number. I wonder how Pochettino feels. You think he's salty? Nah. He don't he, he's, he's he's in paradise right now. He's in Argentina with the homeboys. With a river plate. Oh man. Kicking it. Kicking it. Damian Las, he got number twelve. Ethan Finlay, number thirteen. Kip Keller picked up 
Daniel Pereira's drop number, number 15. And let's see, who else? Who else? Maxi Ruti is going to get number 37. So those are gonna those are the change numbers. Everyone else has the same number, but there are some people that are you know maybe a little upset that with the jersey they got, they want to go back and trade uh, the last name, you know, for the number or the number for the last name. Well, you know, vice versa, whatever. That, that's whatever. why you don't buy. That's why you don't buy a player's jersey. Just buy, <laughs> just buy the Austin FC. Yeah, I got. R, I'm gonna put RB22 on mine. Yeah, because then they trade that player the next year, and you're done. You got to buy another jersey. We what? do have a senior roster spot that opened up with uh, Ulises Segura. Austin FC, they bought out his contract and sent him on his way after a year on the, of being on injury. Didn't even step on the pitch with the Austin FC jersey. Hey, he just picked up that check and said bye. Yep. <laughs> he said <See> later. <laughs> gracias. Muchas gracias. We got Mika Burton, you 17-year-old, that, you know, he was, was in the – the training camp, the January training camp, on uh, February 5th at 3 p.m., I believe, they're going to play at the St. Davis Performance Center. And you can go check them out. And it's going to be the U-17 FC Dallas versus Austin FC. And it's going to be the – I think they're going to allow bombos and, like, the trumpets and, you know, everyone to – like like an Austin FC game. Mm-hmm. So – that's going to be fun if you can go check it out. If you can make it down, Sunshine. I think that's next Saturday. I don't yeah. know what you got going. When is it? But it's uh, at 3 p.m. next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah, check your I'm, schedule. Let me I'm, know. I'll be in uh, Colorado. Okay, he's going to be over there, you know, seeing how the grass is over there, how how green the grass is over there. Do do a little skiing over there for a couple of days and then come back. Oh, to don't get hurt. I know, man. Be careful. I'll, I'll be Stretch careful. Your legs. I'll, I'll be on. I'll be on the yellow and green slopes. No. Black. Now, if you were, if you were Ferreira, you know Jesus Ferreira, I'd probably be saying something else. Oh man. By the way, he looks like trash this game, dude. All this right, guy right, is about right. to lose his DP. Not not, not trash, but he he did have two opportunities where he should have made at least one of them, and then he did have like three touches in the box where his first touch was just horrible. But I, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's not used to playing that kind of weather. I don't think any of the players would want to be playing in 25 degree weather, but man, that, that, that's a tough, that's a tough environment to be playing on, but he should have made that second shot. He, he should have made that goal. He if is today. Then he's not playing versus Canada on Saturday. Say what? You broke up a little if bit. That's the thing, if that's his excuse today, that it's too cold, then he ain't playing on Saturday versus Canada. No, nah, that, that's not his excuse. That would have been mine because I'd be like, hell no, nah, I ain't played in that weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, give yeah. me the ball so I can warm up. Yeah, that, but I, I'm surprised he's in the in the starting lineup over Pepe and and uh, I don't know who else is on the on the bench for, for the U.S. I know we're going to He's not doing well. He's not doing well over there. But, yeah, so – let me let me finish my Austin yeah. segment and then y'all can go ahead and ramble on about y'all sorry ass players. Louisville City FC, we we picked up a preseason game against them this Sunday. And it's gonna be some pretty good weather on Sunday. They haven't released a time. I haven't seen a time. But I'm gonna go check that out as soon as I get off work. Probably gonna have to work Sunday. And we are dropping our jersey, but I uh not within, you know, these this episode to next episode but i wanted to talk a jersey color 
And man, honestly, bro, if we could, if I could pick a jersey color, you know, <laughs> shoot, shoot me if if I'm way off, but a purple jersey would be dope for Austin. For, for Austin? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'd rather have a purple than this mint everyone's talking about. Like, I don't what? want no mint. Or, I mean, I can, I can, I can see Houston. I can see Houston with that perp, that purple. Nah, <laughs> dude, a perp, a, a purple jersey with the green logo, that'd be dope. Uh, I that'd mean, dope. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of purple, but yeah. Well, it's all right, dude. That's why you go for FC Dallas, FC Frisco, whatever. Keep it just nice and simple: the red, white, and blue. That's it. Red, white, and blue. There you go, America. <laughs> All right, man, that's that's what's going on, Austin. Let's go ahead and go see what's going on with Sunshine. That Sunny D, Sunny Delight. He just might drop the mic. No, I don't know. But what's going on, man? How, how's everything hey, in Frisco? There's a lot of excitement going on over here in, in, in Dallas. Remind you, FC Dallas, not Frisco. <laughs> but It's actually in Frisco. That's why I remind everyone. Because it's it's you have to pay a lot of money to go to these games. You got to pay toll road and... All, you you said it yourself, Sunshine. I mean, yeah, uh, but but I can see why they they did that development out there. I mean, here in people Dallas, people show up to the games. People show up to the games asking for spare change so they I can mean, actually it, get something to eat. But it's the same thing. Like the the Dallas Cowboys, they're not really in Dallas. They're they're in Arlington. It's just all the suburbs. Nobody yeah, wants, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to drive to Dallas. Like everybody lives in the suburbs, so. You said right. you didn't want to drive to Frisco. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, because I live in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, a lot of the people that go to those games, I feel like they live in the outskirts and they're closer to the Frisco. But anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm really excited about their their attacking three. They've confirmed Paul Ariola. The trade is now official, and so now we can finally say that he's an FC Dallas player. Uh, I mean, I am excited about him just because last year I felt like we had a lot of ball possession, but in the in the last half of the field, we we couldn't finish. We we had a lot of short shots, but as you saw right now with freaking Ferreira, he couldn't even put it in. So uh, with the U.S. game, but yeah, I'm excited to see what what that's going to look like with. With Pa Ariola up top on the, I, I can see him play on the left side, and then Pereira, if he gets his shit together, he'll be the the striker up top, and then on the right side we we would have um, Hadid O'Brien. So that that's a lot of speed up there. But yeah, that they, they did um, that trade. See, those are the reasons. Those are the reasons I'm talk. I talk about my back the way I do because, man, it's getting faster and faster in these games. Man, even. Even these center backs are starting to get built different. Yeah. I mean, I, the only weakness with that, like with those three players that I just mentioned, is that they are pacey, but they're on the smaller side. I got you. So if I, I Yeah, they'll get like, bodied. They'll get bodied by our Yeah, our if you put like a big body on Ferreira and, and you shut him down and you hit him a couple times and you control him, I, I feel like he's probably not going to be as effective. And then to me, like if you're going to send a cross in the air – Again, I don't know how well he is with his his headers, so I, I really do think it might it become like one dimensional up top if they just rely on speed, and and teams are going to be able to catch up on that. So 
you know, we switch it up a little bit and put Frank Ojara up there because he's a little bit more of a big body. And I could see him going up for the headers and then bringing on Ferreira a couple of games as a substitute just to shake it up a bit. Because if you start playing the same way all the time, just with those three guys up top, they're going to be really easy to defend, I feel like. But we'll yeah. see as the, as the season goes on. But like I said, for him, he, he came in at a at a transfer of, let's see, they, they traded $1.5 million in GAM money and then five five hundred thousand GAM in 2023. So that's that's a record transfer of two million in in exchange for GAM. Dang. Yeah, that, that's a lot of money. That Beppy money, maybe. For your team too. Yeah. But I mean, he, he plays with the US men's national team, so he I want to say that he he has that grit and he has that he wants to get those wins. So our, our, these Texas teams are shaping up, man. It's going to be, I mean, you know, the rivalry is going to be there, but as for a soccer game, like, you know, to watch one, it's going to be fun to watch these games. Oh yeah. And I, I think he'll do good on the team. He's going to bring some energy. Oh, sorry. Colasso. See si. somebody scored Mexico. Nope. USA. US. Oh, there I'm, it is. I'm behind. I hate I hate how I'm behind. I'm like 15 seconds behind OSG. <laughs> oh, uh, he missed. So I got to I got hey, He missed on mine. He missed on mine, bro. No. All right, 1-0, 1-0 USA right now. Okay, keep going. Let's go, we got, Dallas. We got Robinson with the goal. Yep. Look at this, man. He was just a couple times they should have scored and then it just fell to him and he finished. Oh, okay. Good block. Hey, hey, that header from Ferreira. Hey, <laughs> I got to make that shout out to, to Ferreira. That, that was a good play. If he's not going to finish it, then get that assist, boy. Hey, no one cares about Ferreira. Man, what? He's, he was, that was a shot. That was a shot. No, that was that was a pass. That was a shot, Ferreira. Ask him. He's going to say, man, I was trying to shoot a real talk, man. He's going to try to shoot on the left side of his head? Nah, watch out. Yeah, I tell okay, you, but, he didn't try to make that pass. That was a pass, bro. Okay, well, anyways, that, so, yeah, that, that's big headline news right there with Paul Ariola coming in. The other uh, transfer that it's not 100% official, but, again, it, it's still cooking up to be finalized is the young player out of Argentina, Independiente, uh, Alan Velasco. And, again, he's a left winger, too. So, And, again, he's one of those players that, that has pace, he likes to juke people, and he he likes to put the defenders on on their heels. Y'all did so. get him, huh? Y'all did get him. It's still not finalized one hundred percent. Like they haven't gone out on social media and made a like presentation on it just yet. But there's been a lot of reports for like two weeks already that he's basically going to be an FC Dallas player. But again, until that's one hundred percent sure, I'm I'm not counting on it just yet. But again, right. if if he were to come on, man, that again they're working on their attacking up front, so that that's exciting to see. Uh, as far as the details on that, it would be like seven million dollars for this winger, is what that's coming up. And then if if he meets the bonuses and incentives, that's like an additional one point eight million. So that again, that's a lot of money for one player. So they're they're spending that Pepe money on there on that. Go. 
that top half. So all those attackers, let's put them to use and, and get those W's. Man, y'all could this this USA team. They could really use Pepe right now. But they got looks. If, if 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 Pepe was there, nah. But I, Pepe ain't doing I, too good at at Augsburg right now either. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm telling yeah. you, like, I'm telling you what I was telling you, like, two podcasts ago. They're just chasing the ball around, man. Like they, he, he's not really getting a lot of opportunities to score, and his teams they're they're just getting counterattacked and just getting demolished. I mean, what, what, didn't they lose like four one last game or something like that? Five one. Five one. I mean, I mean, you can't do anything up top when you get destroyed like that. Just chasing hey, the ball. Their one goal, he nutmegged the keeper. Yeah. <laughs> What if know. what if he what if he comes back after one season? Uh, I mean, he tried it. I mean, <laughs> whenever you have it. when you have that opportunity, you have to take it. That, that's how it yeah. goes. And if it doesn't work out, then at least you could say, "Hey, I took that opportunity." It wasn't. Now looking back at it, it, it's always better just to take that opportunity. If it didn't work out, then you know, move on to the next. I'd rather yes, do that than 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 dwell on it and say, "Man." You know, I had the opportunity to go here, but instead I, I stayed here. So, yeah. But anyways, that that's right. the, the second player that we're excited about. And then uh, other than that, I mean, with FC Dallas, whenever I would just take their word for it. I would just take their word for it. It's going to be a process. I mean, it may yeah. take another 25 years before y'all make playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck having some fans if they do that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, look at your stadium now. Well, that's what I'm saying. They got they got to turn it around, and I'm, I'm glad that they're bringing some exciting players to to FC Dallas with with that money that they got from Pepe, and at least trying to get a crowd, you know, some exciting players, exciting players to bring in the crowd and and build some exciting that. games. Not yeah, some exciting because at at the end of the day, as a fan, that's all you want, right? You, you want to have uh, yeah, great, you want to have and win. Yeah, have a great time at the stadium. Have the team play their heart out. At the end of the day, that's why they're getting paid. So, bust your ass. And you want to, and you want to be able to see that on the field. Yeah. While you know that they played their all, you don't want to see them. Yeah, giving, last, you know. last last season I saw FC Dallas. They had the ball. They would carry it. I'm like, dude, just attack the <laughs> defender. Yeah. Just go at him. Like, don't be scared. Like, they, they go all the way down to the line, and then they go play it back to the defender. And they go, I'm like. And then they get counterattacked, and then they get scored on. So I, I really want to see them this year when they go to the, take it down to the line, and let's get it to the box and make that goalkeeper work, make those defenders work. So, um, we'll, we'll see on that. But other than that, like I said, that that's all the news on FC Dallas. The the other thing with like the academy teams and the the next pro, they they signed a head coach for North Texas Soccer Club. They got a new head coach, and that's going to be the second head coach in their history. Um, but this guy, he he was in the Canadian Premier League, and he was with Pacific FC. And there were title champions there last year in 2001. So he brought – they brought over – I can't really pronounce his, his name, but it's Pa Maduka. Pa Maduka. Pa Maduka. But I, I was on Twitter, and – here comes your update, guys, with Jamaica and Mexico. They scored on the Aye, kick. What Jamaica, the... Jamaica won. Mexico zero with ten players. It's trash. Oh. Yes. 
Man. Board on the corner. Mexico I, I, we, we could we could have a whole episode about what's going on with that. Man, I, I'm not even watching that game, honestly. After Mexico lost to the U.S. twice in a row, I'm like, I'm better off just watching the U.S. Three, three, three times three in, a row? in a row. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I got them both on. Brutal. But, yes, all right. So, FC Dallas, brother, man. Yeah. Uh, so, the, like I said, the, North Texas. The new head coach, he, he, you think he's going to be producing some players for you guys or what? North Texas? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's always a possibility. I know each season there's there's at least one or two that make it up to the academy team, and then those from the academy team then make it up to the FC Dallas. So yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, Dallas is full of potential young players, man. I mean, there's there's a lot. It's a great of it's a great youth it's a great youth uh, uh, club. I will give you guys that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a and then. All these schools, I mean, Dallas is big. So, yeah, I, I think he'll do good. Um, he's going to bring a lot of energy. He's a young coach. He's like 40 years old. But, yeah, he, he was. I, I saw this video on Twitter, and he, he was like showing off his championship from the Canadian League, um, and he was bringing some excitement. So I, I feel like he'd be a fun coach to work with, especially with young kids, trying to push them over to the next level. That's good. That's good. Well, y'all need something if y'all want to be able to hang with daddy still. With who? With Daddy, Austin FC. Watch out. <laughs> prove, prove it prove it this season and you guys get talking rights. But until then, nah. There you go. There you nah. go. That's what I want to hear because we're nah. going to prove it this year, Sunshine. Just wait. Proof? You just – just wait. Just wait. give us a season. Just give us the season. Prove, prove it to all the fans out there that want to hear it. All right. I got you. All right. But, so – But, yeah, that, that's all we got in, in – uh, in FC Dallas right now. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you listening to Text Ring of Fire. No, I was playing. <laughs> Lights out. Old soccer guy. It, it's out. We're, we're about to end the if, show like. We're if about he to didn't end. fall asleep. We were about to end the show like almost Jorge did when RB22 said, hey, Austin FC is going to be MLS Cup champions. Uh, he wasn't going to end the show. He was actually going to go. And he he go almost had a heart attack. He almost had a heart attack. Or he was like, "All right, guys, take this guy out of my show. He doesn't know what he's talking about." <laughs> oh my god! Probably, probably. I got the vibe a few times. No, <laughs> no, but it was fun. It was fun. It, it was it was very enjoyable doing that. We need to get something like that. If you weren't so far, sunshine, we could actually get like a studio going. They got a dope setup over there. Well, that, no, that was, shout, was shout out to them. Appreciate the invite. It actually invited me and the old soccer guy, but you know, I guess he wanted to save all his his saucy news for the show. So, what you got, old soccer guy? What's going on over there in in Houston, Crynamo? Yeah, no, no, no saucy news this week. Just a, no player personnel moves. <clears throat> it's been kind of quiet besides the preseason training and a lot of a lot of interviews going on. Player interviews. They did their their team photos yesterday. So got a lot of interviews. Pat Onstad came out this week saying we're still we are still looking in the transfer market and the window doesn't close till like April twenty seventh or April twentieth or something like that. So there's still an opportunity to bring in a, we're looking for a ten and we're looking for an eight. They need somebody that's attacking attack mining and can get can get that ball into the middle of the box. Yeah, Bye-bye. you got you got uh Max Uruti. 
back on the team. Sebastian Ferreira looks just like him. Oh, for, oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> All right, so we'll... you, got, you got Chiruti. He's going to get your seven goals this year. That's all no. he's going to score. So Sebastian Ferreira, he everybody at practice, he's been at practice from day one, and, and everybody, all the players are saying he's just looking good and he's really sharp. He's he's quick to shot. He doesn't he he thinks shot before he passes, so he takes his chances and he hits the goal and he's in the box and he's he's just a monster all over the place and the guys and are he's having gonna suck and he ain't gonna go do nothing hey, this year. Hey. Hey, I'm sure he looks like that with those Houston Dynamo defenders. <laughs> Mark, yeah, <them>. yeah <laughs> for real. <laughs> no, there's no defenders. It's just um, straight on the keeper. Straight on the keeper. <laughs> oh, well, that, I, even I look that good with just the keeper. Right. Yep. So, you know, he's looking good. But so the Dynamo are still out there looking for those extra key pieces. And, you know, they may not get them before the end of this little window ends, but they said they're going to be making some additions still during the middle of the season here, get them in for the summer. And, you know, you never know what's, what additions they're going to get. And there are no rumors as to any specific players right now, but everybody that was anybody that everybody was thinking is, is a no. (laughs) So y'all quit thinking about it and just wait for the new rumors to come out, which is nothing. Yeah, summertime when y'all are in the bottom of the table and Austin and is in sixth place in the league and Frisco's in ninth, y'all are gonna be trying to scramble and pick up some some strikers so y'all can get some goals. No, nah. we got our attackers. We're 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 good. Yeah, you're worried. No, nah, not 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 uh, not Frisco. I'm talking about uh, Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did say ninth, so you're still not in the playoffs yet. But... Yeah, no, that's. By by summertime, I think well, you know the way all these teams are looking. You know they they're going to be established in that 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 five to eight to five to nine range. Looking at the playoffs, all three of them. Yeah, Houston's so, going to play so bad this season. They're going to end up relegating you off for the f- first time in MLS history. They're going to relegate you guys to the USL. To the USL, and then we'll have to go like play at a, like a, a park. Uh, it's like a park, a random park in Houston yep. as our field. Yeah. Let you play in puddles. Let yeah. the let the let the girls get PNC full time. Yeah, full time. They won't have to conflict their schedules no more. <laughs> yeah, they, road, they, they, the road they to uh, the road to fifty points. <laughs> the road to fifty points. That's, that's how many that's, points did y'all have last season? Well, that Dallas, we were like two points ahead of y'all, <laughs> like with thirty four points, thirty three points in thirty four games. That's terrible, man. Man. Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at the average on on the teams that made it to the playoffs, it's about fifty. You got to make above fifty points, and you, you got yourself a position in the in the playoffs. At least that's what it's been historically. All, all three are looking good, and they're all three are going to be on that cusp right there. It's 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 going to be exciting for all three of us. It's going to be fun watching y'all's y'all's games on, on the weekend when the Dynamo are not playing, or when I got to do a re-air, but. Uh, yeah, I've I've already put all the games in my on my schedule, uh, except for Austin FC where they're slacking. But yeah, I, yeah, I said, same you, same here. I, I'm only gonna watch Houston so and Dallas so that I can watch them lose. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna watch a couple of those games like Houston and Austin, just so I can get more familiar with them and and talk a little bit more trash about the players. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, that you'll see what you have to worry about when you play Austin. Yeah. It, 
And, you know, it's really not trash. I, I really just want to get to the point where um, I'm able to analyze their games and then really key in on players. Yeah. 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 And, and give some real criticism, not just, ah, oh, they suck. Or, oh, uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, really analyze the game <laughs> and be able to give, like, why they didn't do a good job rather than anybody can say anybody sucks, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. RB22 is good at that. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm the best. But but you know why, right? It's because I go for Austin FC. If you went for my team, you'd understand. I mean, at the at, I'm not gonna lie. At the beginning of the season, I'm I'm mean, I'm still an Austin FC fan, but I'm not like a true supporter. I mean, you know, we we grew up around that area, and we always wanted a team to in in the Austin area. But now I'm in Dallas, so yeah, man, we, we would have. I feel like we would have tried a lot harder if Austin FC was here the way it is now back then. Oh yeah, I mean all the all the young kids here in Dallas, they all want to play for the Dallas Academy team. But in oh, Austin, yeah. two years ago they didn't have that. So now imagine ten years ago, like okay, you play in the Austin area, but where do you have to go play if you want to play for an academy team? Either Houston or you got to drive all the way to Dallas. Nothing in Austin. Yeah, and my son, he's actually going to be starting Lone Star this year. That'd so. be fun. He can be a Lone Star boy until he can go to Austin FC until they have his age group. Or they come, you know, knocking at the door. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, uh, little RB22, we got a contract for you. And then he's homegrown someday. Oh, man, the dream. You know, the dream, dude, especially with our colors and, you know, like all that, dude. It'd be beautiful. Yep. Just keep working. But, yeah, this season is going to be fun. It's like I said, it's our teams are shaping up to make a really good, you know, valid run. You know, all the trash talk aside, it's it, they are going to be fun games to watch when we play each other. And I mean, I'm extremely confident in my team this year. Yeah, I mean, it, it just sucks. Like, you know, Texas teams, there's a lot of good talent here in Texas. And none of them made it to the playoffs. The L.A. teams didn't make it to the playoffs. Like, man, there's But I feel some- like I feel like that that – and it's okay. So each three teams had player and coaching issues, you know. So I feel Tab like Ramos. this. What's that? Tab Ramos sucked, and I can say yeah, that. Yeah, you know, and, and Josh Wolf had a bad, you know, first learning season. And you guys, you know, you fired. Uh, who was the coach you guys had? That you fired Lucci. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you know, so we each had our, you know, our seasons that were kind of kind of crappy and you know it's not really an excuse but it is so this season I feel like we're coming into this a lot more prepared than I felt like we were last season it's harder to interrupt but Fereira out side of this in yep yeah I'm gonna get that second goal now yep Nico Estevez is sitting there scratching his head like man this is my DP Uh, he started against Canada Man, he he had oh, two. Oh no, he's not. No, he's not. Put money, put money. He's, he don't start. Pepe's gonna start on Sunday against Canada. Why wouldn't he use him today? Yep, yep. Pepe, Pepe, and Pulisic. Yeah, on Sunday. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Fedeira earned himself a spot on the bench. Yeah, he's yeah, got. He didn't, he didn't. Other than, I mean, he had an assist, but other than that. He, we got to win did. these games, bro. We, we have got to qualify. If we do not qualify for this World Cup, it's it's an embarrassing thing, dude. We yeah. have got to. And, and Mexico, you, you, if what's the score? Is it still 1-0? Yeah, 
If they don't qualify for this World Cup, oh my God. No, right? Panama has the fam- it's four teams left. It's in, 1-0. In- it's 1-0. And Canada's up too, 1-0 on Honduras right now. So Canada's Canada might win the, the group. That's why that game on Sunday is going to be important. Two o'clock, y'all, USA versus Canada. In right, Canada. Y'all catch that. Y'all catch that. 30 degrees. Two o'clock. So old soccer guy, he'll be there. I'll be down at Houston. I'll be down in Houston at pitch twenty five, and all right. doing all. You guys, pa- make sure y'all show up. That's gonna be fun because you know. Speaking of Sunday, this week has been kickoff week for the Dynamo, and they've been doing a lot of player interviews and, like I said, the photo shoot, and they've been doing coach interviews, and they've been doing some Zoom roundtables. Of what is it? Tonight they did a coaches. Well, as a matter of fact, right now they're doing a coaches. Uh, round table where they're getting a Q and a and so I'll watch that tomorrow just to see what what all kind of questions happen Instagram tomorrow night Darwin Quintero takes over Instagram and I don't know what how he does that but some kind of show that where he takes it over on Instagram and then Saturday is a, a zoom player round table so I'll I'll get, take witness to that and see what hey, we did can you get see out. that tweet did you see that tweet I think it was from him or somebody tweeted that he was signing jerseys in the uh, Q2 stadium, and there was, like, a bunch of Austin FC kids, and, like, they wanted his autograph and stuff. Did you see that? Yeah, where they were, like, they got him naked or something. Yeah, yeah I he wasn't naked, but, I mean. No, he had, he had his shorts, and, like, he had his, uh. That, but that anyways, brace. anyways, yeah. people were, people, he was, he was all saying that, that the fans there are actually orange and this and that, and it's like, bro, like, have some respect for the kid, like. Like oh, they're right. kids. They're kids. They they just wanted to autograph. They're obviously gonna go and want to meet anybody famous, you know. But yeah, like, they're just there to see the soccer player. They don't care who they play for. Exactly. Like, come on, man. You gonna throw some some shit? Like, boy, I'm I, I'm a I, I'm gonna sit in that spot right wait, next wait to up. OSG and and talk talk mess to OSG and talk mess to Darden Quintel. I'm, I'm gonna get kicked out by OSG the first game. Way to, way to crush those kids' dreams. Right? <laughs> way, way to be an asshole on Twitter and say that they're not Austin FC fans because they wanted to be, you know, they just wanted to be around you, your presence, because you're a professional soccer player. But no, you want to be an asshole. All right, Darwin Quintero. Cool. On the on the Twitter subject, do we got any uh, any questions that were submitted that we need to answer? Or are we good there? We do. We do. I think. Let me see. <laughs> good call. Good call. The, the the one and only, but the greatest question. It says, think, what, uh, what would, this is from uh, Musipu Mosa. It says, what would you think happened if the Dynamo screw up and end in last place again for the upcoming season? Even though this is super highly unlikely. And then it says, asking for a friend. No, nah, I'm just playing. Don't say that. But uh, Musipu Mosa, that's, that's your boy. Old soccer guy, so let's say I'll give you that one. Hey, he's what a, would he's, happen? He's an up and coming player. I've already asked him for his autograph, so I can have it before he gets famous. He has a, he has a goal to play for the Dynamo Academy and then play for the Dynamo. And uh, hey, keep you know, working. Yeah, you know, he's he's a kid playing youth yeah. soccer, so he's uh I don't know what club he plays for or anything like that, but yeah, he's he's got goals, so he's he's ambitious and he's all over Twitter. So so Watch. to answer his question, what do you think will happen? If you guys end up in last this season, 
So we'll we'll play the theory world, but I, I think he answered his own question where it's highly unlikely because uh, everything is just absolutely changing and it's just becoming so clear how bad Tab Ramos really was and just how unmotivated the players were to play for that coach last year and nobody knew the style, understood the style, didn't like the style. So everybody's uh, I, could gonna- I could answer that. I could answer that question, the FC style, the FC Dallas style. They're going to say it's a process. It's going to take time. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, hey, it, I, tell you, <laughs> I tell you what's going to happen if that happens. The same thing has happened for the past 10 seasons. Nothing. I ain't going to do nothing to change it. It's just going to continue, continue, continue. That's why it's not going to happen. Every, everything's changed. Every, it can't it, happen. It can't happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about the other day? I was like, how do teams like that pay the bills? You know what I'm saying? Like, Shoot, I don't know. I, that's one thing I'm going to look into a little bit They're more. They're owners. They're owners, bro. Yeah, I was going to say maybe the owners, huh? But uh, pay the bills. Let's, we'll, we'll give a shout-out to this dude, David. Uh, did, did y'all see how he gave it like a big shout out to all the the podcasts, the MLS, Red of the podcast and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty. That was pretty neat that he gave us a little shout out, put us up like, there with you know some of the top Austin FC podcasts up there. That's, so that's appreciate dope. it, man. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. We'll we'll keep working. It's a it's a work in progress. I, we're still young, five five episodes in. But yeah, really this is number six. Yep, looking forward to the next, what, 40, 34, because we probably have like another four weeks before the season starts. So, yeah, think, oh, yeah. If if OSG makes it to the end of the season, if he can yeah, take Yeah, we'll heat. see. <laughs> if, he can take, if he can take the heat, you know, I think he'll be all right. But I, he, he'll be fine. He, he's, he, he lives in Texas. I'm just messing with you guys, man. <laughs> Don't back down, sunshine. It's nah, all good. Yeah. You buying the beers. Hey, we're we're putting down the we're throwing down for Copa Texas. So yeah, shout out Copa Texas and everybody involved with Copa Texas, y'all uh, bringing the rivalry together, and that's what we're here for. Hopefully, we can be some kind of you know one of the main you know Copa Texas you know news and outlets and leaks and all that kind of stuff for Copa Texas, and we'll maybe eventually you know. Who knows what else this could be? Speaking of Copateas, RB twenty two, that guy that we've been talking to on Twitter, the the one of the leaders of the surge that I joined for the Dynamo is also on the board for the uh, Copateas. So maybe we can, you know, we're going to meet up with him and get to say hi with him and get some yeah, insight. Yeah, we'll take. We'll, we'll actually uh, meet old soccer guy. I don't know if it's for everyone, and if it is, then you know. Slap to the face, but <laughs> I when we go to Dallas, I mean, uh, Houston, me and old soccer guy, we may be able to take a picture with the trophy, and that'd be that'd be pretty cool, man. Have some text ring of fire, you know, clothes on with some Austin FC and you know, Houston Dynamo be OG, OG picture for whenever this trophy is like 20 years old, you know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. It'll be a, so that's uh what uh, February twelfth, correct? Yeah, February twelfth. Yeah, we still got about two weeks till then. But that's y'all got guys. Guys got anything else that's going on? Preseason still. The 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 Dynamo have announced that 
the 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 shoot to Saturday is the Dynamo two versus the Dynamo game, and we're going to be able to follow it on HoustonDynamoFC.com backslash live. So that, so Houston's actually going to stream it over the website, guys. So if all you Houston guys wondering where the hell you're going to be able to watch it, well, there it is on the website. So it's uh, close to the public, but you'll be able to see it visually. As far as the season goes, you'll be able to listen to the Dynamo on auto, on on the radio for every single game, road or away. So if we for some reason get a blackout or you just can't catch them on TV or you're in the car, then you can listen to HoustonDynamoFC.com black chat back slash radio to listen to the games. Uh, black Sabbath Radio. Yeah, Black Sabbath Radio. Now they're going to be connected <laughs> to ESPN Radio 97.5. And 92.5 FM. So y'all do download the app so y'all can listen to the games. Uh, and then as far as that, man, we're just we're just hoping for the next week and a half we can add another player. And Nagamore can, you know, he, he's he's got his style set. He's got his formation set. He's telling the players how to how to use that formation the way he wants to see him play with it. Now I just hope that he he finds the right midfielders because that's going to be our biggest question going into the season is what midfielders are we going to use and can they play the style correctly? If they if the midfields are, are good, then Houston will be good. If they're bad, then that'll just be a sign for us to struggle and we're going to have to battle. But all's looking good, though. With that, we're just going to hold it down. All right, man. Well, I really, really hope that y'all have, you know – all the trash talk aside, I really, really hope that you guys have a horrible season and that y'all just do not make playoffs, last place in the table, and follow Nagamora's, you know, begging for his job. But that's all that's going on. Sex Ring of Fire, OSG, uh, Sunny Delight. Y'all, y'all, y'all good? Wolf okay. in, wolf out. All right. <laughs> wolf in, wolf in. But, um, yeah, old soccer guy, you uh, owe you owe uh, an episode with me as a special guest on Club Deportes, where we go on there, me and you. So maybe, hopefully, we can get that set up pretty soon. Quesadilla. Before you before you hung up on me the other night, I was trying to tell you, tell him thank you and appreciate the invite. Sorry, it didn't oh, work I out. Oh, I told him. All I, right. I told him. I heard you, and I didn't okay. hang up. I said, I said, all right, later. And then uh, I told. Okay. I, I haven't told him why you were on the phone. Hey, you should. Hey, OSG, you should have said instead of going to sleep, you, you should say, "Hey, I'm working on the next player that's going to be coming to Houston Dynamo. I got a, I, I got a lot to do, a lot of chatting to to bring in players." I had, I had to I had to make up a rumor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, Texas Ring of Fire. You can catch us on Twitter, tweeting every day, or on Instagram, making those posts. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. We are on all three of those platforms so that you can enjoy us while you're working, working out, whatever you're doing. So this is your host, RB22. This is Sunshine out of Dallas, Road to the Playoffs. And this is Old Soccer Guy. I guess we're just going to be crying emojis. (laughs) 